Right, so let's continue. Let us continue. Right, so let's talk about the next I. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy. Let's talk about the next I. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 8. Let us talk about the next I. Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 8. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse number 8. Thank you, Steve-O. We are considering the next I. Another mysteries, yes. Another mysteries. We thank God for grace. So let's consider the next I. The next I, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse number 8. Verse number 8. When the Most High. Oh. Uh, Kezia says that she is finding it difficult to join. Okay, so let me see. Um, Ray, can you please copy the link and share it into the page? Okay, 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 okay. Mata has done that. Mata has done that. So I think that Kezia can join. <coughs> okay. Okay. So please, all this ice you are learning, eh? Hey, you can be praying with it too. You can be praying with it. One day, one day, the Lord can give you a certain wonderful eye that it will amaze you. It will blow your mind. Okay. One day, one day, you. Now, you. Let's go to the next I. Yeah, so let's read Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8. When the Most High divided their inheritance to the nation, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the boundaries of the people according to the number of children of Israel. Okay? Um, this version, okay, this particular part of the Bible, there was a little issue with the translation. So let's keep the King James, the new King James version. Let's keep this one and let us see if we can get another uh, translation. Also, he said that when <coughs> I just says when the Most High gave the nations their inheritance. When he separated the sons of man, he set the boundaries of the people according to the number of the sons of Israel. Okay. Any other translation? Is there any more translations before I begin to open? Any, any more translations? Is there anyone with a different... Now... We have the New King James Version. We have the Amplified. Any other version? 
Glory to Jesus. Any other version? Okay, so when the Most High assigned lands to the nation, when he divided up the human race, he established the boundaries of the people according to the number in his heavenly court. Thank you. I like this, this translation very, very well. <coughs> I like this translation. Okay, good. So now, what is happening is this. We are talking about the next eye, okay, the, the, the other eye type. So please, um, in this verse, God is now dividing planet Earth into countries and nations, okay? Now, so this is the division. When the Most High gave nations their inheritance, okay? So this is how God was dividing nations and their inheritance, okay? Papa was doing this for nations and their inheritance. Now, when he divided up the human race, he established the boundaries of people according to the number in his heavenly courts. Okay? This thing was done according to heavenly court. A court sat down. The elders sat down. Listen to And they decided. It is God who is dividing but the court sat the elders the 24 they have direct dealings with the affairs of men they sat down they are supporting they are a supporting bench of god's government they are god's eyes they are living beings so they are they have personalities they talk they they move they sit they laugh they they have meetings but yet they are the eyes of god as i said there are ranks when it comes to the eyes of God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, please take me to the same book of Deuteronomy chapter 32. Give me verse 9. I want to point out something to you about what we are learning. We are talking about another eye here. Okay. Another type of eye. So give me Deuteronomy 32 verse 9. For the people of Israel belong to the Lord. Jacob is his possession. So now, please, I want to ask a question. When it comes to Israel, physical, on planet Earth, the country called Israel, who is in charge of Israel? The answer is clear. The Lord, thank you. The answer is Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 9. For the people of Israel, they belong to the Lord. <laughs> this is a decision that was taken in the heavenly court. Papa said, I am sharing nations of planet Earth. And in the sharing, I am going to assign an Elohim. I will assign a God. I will assign one of my sons to be in charge. But as for Israel, me, the Lord, I am in charge. Listen, God said, as for Israel, he is in charge. Straight. 
It is in your Bible. Oh. God said, as for Israel, dear, I will not give it to any Elohim. I will not give it to any divine one to be in charge. For Israel, it is me, myself, who will be in charge. Deuteronomy 32, 9. <clears throat> so this is a decision that was taken in the heavenly court with the elders. And that is how it is. For Israel, it is Papa himself who is in charge. But for the other nations, okay, for the other nations, Ghana, Togo, America, whatever, name the other nations, God is not in charge. Who is in charge? This is where we want to know. The verse 8. Now, if you look at the verse 8, it will tell you something. The verse 8 says that when God separated the sons of man, okay, and he said he did it according to the number of the sons of Israel. Now, this one was not done according to the sons of Israel. This is where the translation got it wrong. Okay, now, when this was taking place in the heavenly court in heaven, God did not divide the inheritance of planet Earth to the sons of Israel. So then it will mean like Ghana, maybe Reuben will be in charge of Ghana, Togo will be <coughs> Benjamin, uh, maybe Nigeria, Joseph. No. If that is what it means, then it means that God has assigned them over the countries. But there are more than 12 countries on planet Earth. There are even Africa alone is more than 12 countries. Okay? Africa alone is more than 12 countries. So God did, did not apportion countries according to the, the sons of Israel. No. The sons of Israel, they were 13, 12 men and one uh, woman. But the countries on planet Earth, they are more than 12. So it surely proves to you that this one is not according to the sons of Israel. They are 13, 12 boys and one girl. This is not the part in here. Now, the translation is talking about God divided the nations and he, God, took Israel. That he is in charge of Israel, full stop. Now, he assigned the Beniha Elohim. The Beniha Elohim, the sons of God, not the sons of Israel, but the sons of God. Okay, so the sons of God, these are Job chapter 1, Job chapter 2. Bible said that there was a day that the sons of God met in a court. I have been given encounter of that court before. I know what, not everything, but I saw some of the things that takes place there. Okay, now in this court, the sons of God who are in charge of countries or who are in charge of nations, they go there to report. Okay, they go there to give a report. So in Sodom and Gomorrah, the two Elohims, the two sons of God who were in charge, they go to the court and they reported Sodom and Gomorrah to God every day. Until Jesus Christ himself decided to also come and check. So when he came, Abraham met them. They were three. Two of them were 
the sons of God, the Elohims, the chief angels who were in charge of Sodom, and one is the Lord Jesus himself. So this is the arrangement. Okay, So God took Israel that he is in charge, and the other nations he gave to the sons of God. Do you know the number of sons of God? They are countless. You can't count them. You can't count them. The kingly prophet by name Daniel, he saw a vision and he said he saw uncountable or innumerable angels. You cannot count them. They are plenty. They are plenty. He saw uncountable and oh my God. God has assigned countries to the class called the sons of God. Okay, so in Ghana, there is a class we call sons of God. They are in charge of Ghana, in charge of Togo, Nigeria, Ivory Coast. They are in charge of Benin. They are in charge of USA. This, that, that. Okay, these ones, they are they, they work in pairs. Masculine, feminine, masculine, feminine. They are in charge. They are in charge of countries. God has given the country into their hands. They are the Elohims of those countries. From time to time, they go to the court and give reports to God. They give report to God. So in Genesis chapter 6 verse 5, Bible said that, And God saw, meaning that God saw through the eyes. Which eyes? The eyes who are in charge of the nation. Okay, so this is another eye. We call these eyes are the eyes for nations. Okay, this is the eye for nation. So you are a prophet. You want to be able to prophesy about nations. You should be pursuing this particular eye. If you want the Lord God to give you visions about what is about to happen in some country and prophesy, you should be pursuing this particular eyes. Because this is eye that is specifically designed for nations. They are God's eyes. They are called Elohim. They are called the judges. They are the magistrates. They are, they are there. They are God's eyes. Okay. So during Noah's time, wickedness and evil was too much. So the eyes, whenever they go before God in the court of the sons of God, where Satan can still go, he is a son. So he even goes to give a report. Okay, he is a son, so he goes to give a report. That is why in the book of Job, Satan was there. He is a son of God, so he goes to give a report. God can give him an assignment. God can use him to trouble people so that people's hearts will turn back to God. God created both light and darkness, and he uses both light and darkness to fulfill his purpose. Okay, so they can even, they go to give a report. So each nation has a particular eye. Two, 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 two. So you can imagine the kind of things these eyes can see cannot be compared to the kind of things the seven eyes can see. What the seven eyes can see cannot be compared to what these two can see. What these two or the seven can see cannot be compared to what the four who have eyes in front and back full everywhere. What they can see. They see everything. They know everything. So you see there are levels. The 24 elders are also eyes. 
insight into God's supporting system for its administration. Their eyes too are also on a different level. So you see, there are classes. All is called eyes, but there are ranks. No. He was not. There are classes. There are classes. There are classes. Okay? So, every nation. So, Genesis says, yesterday I taught it. This is what was happening. The eye in charge of the country Noah was in. If Noah was living in Israel, in Ghana, with whatever country Noah was living in, the Elohims, the judges, the eyes who were in charge, they had gone to report the country over and over and over and over and over and over and over to God. So God had received a lot of reports that he sighed. He did, he breathed heavily and he comforted himself. But these same eyes, when they go to give reports about the country, they kept mentioning somebody's name to God. He said that, Papa, even though Accra has become so corrupt, now there is hookup everywhere. People are trying to sub survive a lot of things. But there is a particular sister. There is a particular sister in Accra called Ajua. That girl, she is young, but she is not messing up. There is a particular sister called Anama. There is a particular sister called Charity. There is a particular sister called this, that, that. No matter the situation that is going, Papa, this one, this one, this one, she has decided not to mess up. They kept witnessing and saying something about Noah to the elders where blessings comes from. And Bible said that Noah found grace the beauty of god located because the eyes that give report they have been said that oh this town here is bazaar it's not a good town but there is a particular brother here there's a particular sister here as for this house we are going to destroy this whole house but i have seen a certain woman here because of her because she she saved the spies of god she and her household must be saved. We can't destroy her and her and her family as well. That is what was happening in the days of Noah. Okay? So the eyes who were in charge of that nation had reported the nation severally. But Noah had favor before God. Noah was living right. He was doing something that got the attention of those living ones. I've explained it to They are not just I as you have an I. I've explained it from the beginning on our last, uh, the previous edition, which just ended. I've took, I took the time to explain for you to understand. So they are living beings. They have life. They are full of activities. They had, they stood in the court of the Lord and give reports okay so this is the eye for nations this is the eye for nations this eye for nation eh, everything in the country is known to them yes yes everything is known to them when it comes to the country hey is it name the country if you want to know the history 
why the country is behaving the way it is you need you need to contact the elohims the one the lord has assigned over if you want to know more about the recent happening in israel you need to go to the lord because he is in charge of israel that is how it works so these ones too they are the eyes of the nations they are the eyes of the nations I remember last year when the Lord used me to prophesy about Nigeria on the SARS. I spoke about it even before it happened. How did it happen? The Lord gave me grace to stand with the chief angel who is in charge of Nigeria. I wrote it on my word that I'm standing there with the, with the chief prince in charge of Ivory Coast. And he started telling me about the chaotic moment and it happened. I shared it before it happened about SARS. I wrote it before it happened. Okay, there is an eye for that. They are creatures, living ones. They are there. They are the judges. They are the Elohims. They are the ones who are judging the country. They give reports to God and they take judgment from God and they enforce it. So, for instance, you want to know the Elohims in charge of Ghana? You can pray. The Holy Spirit of God will help you. They can tell you what is going on and the solution. They can tell you what is going on. Now, yesterday, I wrote on my Facebook wall, Priestly Garment. I wrote, I said that there are a lot of prophets, men and women of God in Ghana. But who is the high priest of Ghana? Who is the high priest of Ghana? See, Israel, as a nation, they had one high priest. Do you think there was only one prophet in Israel? They had a lot of prophets. They had a lot of people who were prophesying good and bad. They were all in, in it. See, Paul, in the book of Acts, somebody was giving Paul ditto, ditto prophecy, but the spirit was not from God, and God rebuked the spirit. Though the message was accurate, but the spirit behind was not from God. So there were a lot of people in the system, like today, good and bad, they were all prophesying. But Israel, they had one high priest, Aaron was their high priest. When Aaron was no more, Joshua became. So the question is, who is the high priest of Ghana? Every country is supposed to have a high priest who is wearing the priestly garment, who will stand in for the country in the court of heaven. So who stands in for Ghana? Who is the high priest of Ghana? Who is the one who has been oiled and ordained by God to work with the Elohims in charge of Ghana? Who is the person? I asked this question yesterday. Who is the person? Who? Who? The high priest should be a priest who is vested in directions, who can stand in and do directions on behalf of the country. Who is the high priest of Ghana? Who is the high priest of Togo, Nigeria, Mali, Benin? Who is the high priest? There are Elohims assigned, but who is the high priest in charge of all of these nations? The eyes are there. They want to relate. They, they want to talk. They want to give information. Who is the high priest of Kenya? Who is in charge of Kenya? Who is the, the, the Elohims in Kenya? Who are they? What is their name? It is possible to know them. It is possible to know their names. It is possible to know where they are located. In Ghana, they are located in Sprinters, specific action chapel. That is where they are, they are stationed. And there are ones for regions. There are ones for regions. There are, there are some for towns. 
Where are they stationed? They have places where they are stationed. These are the eyes of God. They report. It's like a rank. They report uh, and it comes to the big boss, the one in charge of Ghana. <coughs> so like Kumasi, Accra, Tamale. These are <coughs> regions in Ghana. Major, major towns. Okay. Now, when all the angels in charge of these towns, they are called territorial spirits. When these territories, when they, the ones in charge, when they also gather the information, they, they, they come and report to the one who is in charge for Ghana. They all come and give reports to the big boss. And the big boss go to the biggest boss, God, in the court and present it. Yes, Stephen. Now, it can become your duty. You can stand in prayer and ask the Lord who is, in, who is, who is the high priest for, for Kenya. Who is standing in for Kenya. The Lord said, as for me, I've chosen Israel. Deuteronomy 32, 9. The other nations, there are people who are in charge. Do you know them? Where are they stationed? They are the eyes of God. They give reports. These things are prophetic. So if you're a prophet, you know these things and you are given to prayer, you listen, you will prophesy. Sir. Everything you say will come true because you know these eyes. You know how to get to them and they'll give you information that this is what is about to approach the country. Okay, the country is about to go into election. He is the eye. He has seen ahead. He will tell you that in this election, this one will win. When you say it, it will happen. Because you have direct access to the Elohim who is in charge of the country. Let me end here. Let me end here because some of these informations are supposed to be our treasure. Okay. Now, let us go to the next we thank God. Let us go to the next eye. Amen and amen. The next eye that I want to talk about is called the clouds. It's called the clouds. It's called the clouds. These eyes, they are called the eyes of the house of manifestation. They, are, they have a manifestation called the clouds. Amen and amen, Stephen. So let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 14, verse 14. Isaiah 14, 14. So Raymond was asking a certain question. It will, it will be answered here for Raymond. Isaiah 14, 14. The next eye we are talking about is the clouds. They are called the eye of the house. They are the eyes of God's house. They are the, they are the eye of creation. The eye of manifestation. Okay, so thank you, Akuvi. Isaiah 14, 14. He said that I will ascend above the height of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Okay, so this clouds here, is called the app ab they are called the app ab okay yes 
I will ascend above the height of the clouds. So let me explain it quickly. The height is talking about the rank or the elevation. Okay. So the height affects the clouds. Telling you that the clouds, they have a higher rank. Okay. I will ascend. So it is now, this one is Lucifer talking. So Lucifer is telling you that I will ascend. Meaning he is not there. He is below. Okay. He is below the clouds. He is not there yet. And he's saying that I will ascend above the height. The, the word that explains height in Hebrew is talking about position, rank, and elevation. Okay, now this is more of an adjective that is telling us the qualification of these clouds. Okay, so these clouds they have they are elevated, they have a higher position, they have a higher rank. Okay, so now these clouds they are the eyes of creation. God has strategically elevated them to a height. They have a higher rank. They have a higher position in God's administration under the eyes. Okay, they, they have a manifestation like clouds. So when they manifest, if you don't have knowledge, you would think it is a normal clouds. They are eyes. They are watching. So that's why the eyes of God are everywhere. Because when you go out, you see clouds. There is clouds everywhere on planet Earth. So the eyes of God are everywhere. Proverbs chapter 15. The eyes of God are everywhere. They are the clouds. The clouds. They see everywhere. Even at the evening time, there is still clouds there. So they are the eyes of God. They are everywhere. So Satan was not in that rank. So he said, I will. Okay, he was not there. That's why he was confessing. I will. Ah. It's like somebody who has not been to Flagstaff House and you are saying that, I would like to go there. It means the person hasn't been there before, but he wishes to be there. Okay, so this class of eyes are higher in rank, higher in everything. And Lucifer was not there. So there are higher in rank more than lucifer even when he was in god's kingdom and these clouds these ones they are eyes they are called the app ab they are the eye of creation they are higher in position higher in rank okay so this one raymond was asking a question was lucifer also one of god's eyes according to this one he was not part of that the eye he was not part because this clouds is the app they are the eyes of creation okay and he was not there he was below that cloud okay so this one answers Raymond's question they were below he was below that cloud that's why he said I will ascend above okay so he was not there so he wanted to ascend above it okay so that is another type of eye they are called the app they manifest as clouds anywhere on planet earth whether the country is poor or rich or whatever there is clouds above the country whether the country is extremely poor super rich whatever there is clouds so the eyes of god are everywhere this same cloud hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 shall we go to hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 Hebrews the chapter 12 verse 1 
From the rising of the sun Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 Hello Thank you, Akubi. Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Okay? They are what? Cloud of witnesses. It is the same cloud that was being referred to the app. This cloud is called the app. Okay? They are witnesses. How can a person be a witness if the person is not seeing something? So it means that whatever happens, they are there. They are standing there when it happens. So they are witnesses. Okay? Nothing escapes them. Nothing escapes them. Okay? Okay, I am teaching on the eyes of God under God's administration. Okay? I am teaching on the eyes of God. Barbara, I am just teaching on the eyes of god so you can go and listen to the uh, first part we are already with the first part so this is our second part uh, so you might not really understand it if you didn't uh start with us so you can always go to our recorded audios and you can listen to it god's administration the eyes of god you can get it there and listen okay <laughs> so they are witnesses okay now he said that wherefore seeing also that we are we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us okay so these are clouds they are they are witnesses how can they witness something if they don't see Okay, how can they say that I saw, I was there when it happened? How? How did you see? They have eyes. They themselves, they are eyes in themselves. They are called the app. They are the eyes of the house. They are the eyes of creation. Okay, so these ones, they are the witnesses. They are witnessing every single thing we are doing. So the fact that you lied against somebody and the person didn't have anybody to, you know, stand in for. Don't think you are free. The clouds are watching. They have written it down. You will never go scot-free. You will answer it. They are witnesses to God's administration. We are only dealing with the eyes. Look at the structure, the classes, and the rules they are playing. They are standing in the clouds there. They are there. They manifest as the clouds. And they are watching. The eyes of God are everywhere. They are watching. They are watching you know, that soup, that milk, that this. They sent you and you just to go and buy some few stuff and then you inflated it. <clears throat> they are watching. 
you think nobody saw you somebody did why there are god's eyes everywhere god's eyes everywhere 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 you can ever think of they are there god's eyes are everywhere so you see in god's administration in the area of eyes there are a lot of information <coughs> detailed one moving up and down the ladder like that pa, 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 pa. is very busy an administration very very busy it is a department that is very busy it is a prophetic department very busy extremely busy carrying of information passing on of information insight details give it to them they are prophetic in nature give it to them then let's bring it down to family your family your individual family let's go to the book of zachariah chapter 3 verse 9 you want to see about your individual family zachariah chapter 3 verse 9 oh i have to be ending i have to be ending zachariah chapter 3 verse 9 For behold, upon the stone which I have set before Joshua, upon that one stone are seven eyes or faces, providence of God and sevenfold radiations of the Spirit of God. Wow. Behold, I will carve upon it its inscriptions, says the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity and guilt of the land in a single day. Twelve stones. Each stone represents a family. Ephesians 3.15 There are families on earth, families in heaven. And all of these families are named after the Lord Jesus the Christ. Every family needs a foundation. <coughs> Every family needs a foundation. So the families on earth is established on God and that of the heaven is on God. Now, to every family is assigned a unique, a particular stone. The stone is the revelation of the family. Now, according to this verse, each stone, I was teaching on the well, and I spoke about this one. Each stone carries a particular eye, okay? Each stone carries an eye. Now, we see that to one stone is given seven eyes, okay? But to each stone is given a particular eye. So, your family is known by a particular unique stone, and on, on that stone is a particular eye. That eye is called the eye for families. Okay? It is called the eye for families. That one is called the family eyes. It is the eye for families. It is located on the stones of the family. Twelve stones. <coughs> Exodus 28. And each of them has an eye attached to it. Okay? So that is the one to for family. For family. When it comes to individuals also, you have two guardian angels and you have one scribal angel. 
these are also God's eyes around you. Uh, in the, I've forgotten the chapter, but in the book of Genesis, I think 30 something, I've forgotten about the marriage of Rebecca. When he got to the well, mention was made of a servant moving with him. He said that when Rebecca, when Isaac had done the necessary stuff, I guess, and uh, Rebecca was now going to his husband's house, they prepared a servant. Uh -huh. There was a servant that moved with uh, Rebecca. I've forgotten where the exact scripture is, but it is in Genesis 30 something. Okay, that scripture, that scripture. If you analyze the scripture and you open it in the Hebrew, okay, it is talking about the angel of Rebecca that works with Rebecca. Okay. Yes. If you see it in the English, it is not there like that. But in the Hebrew, because I have studied Exodus and Genesis and those books very well, very, very, very well. That is why I am a priest. Okay, by the grace of God. I've studied these things. Okay, so that one, the angel of Rebecca went with Rebecca when she was going to marry. Okay, when she was going to marry. So if somebody can remember me the exact chapter, I could have easily pointed it out to you. But it is in Genesis. I don't remember the, the chapter and the verse. Okay, so I'm not able to really point it to you but it is talking about an angel okay the the english rendered it a servant because uh, angels on the other hand they serve okay they serve so rebecca had a personal angel when she was going to marry the personal angel moved and went to the marital home with rebecca now it is not because rebecca is unique that is why she had an angel every human being you have your angel god has assigned them these are called the guardian angels okay they are called the guardian angels so rebecca has or had hers you have yours okay so when you go into marriage they go with you everywhere you go they go with you they are they are more like a servant <clears throat> but they serve the will of god written concerning you they must help you become the work the purpose and they are god's eyes they also report about you to god and the the scriber one writes write about you the places you are visiting the kind of things you are watching and all those stuff they they document some of these things down okay so these are levels of eyes these are levels of eyes in the administration of god it cuts across from eternity into time there are deeper things to teach on these things but uh sometimes i just want to scratch the the surface for you to know that there is something there okay there is this thing is there you can pursue it okay so there is a lot to say practical things they do scriptures in the bible about these eyes and what they do practical practical things a lot to say on each of these eyes okay on each of these eyes so our our last one the last scripture and i'm closing with it is that bible said 
Genesis chapter 6 verse 8. My last scripture, I'm done for the day. We will continue tomorrow in the afternoon. That is going to be practicality of all the eyes or some of the eyes by the permission of God. And we will also look into grace. We will also look into grace. So today we did the eye. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Okay. So now you know what the eyes of the Lord is. Okay. So it means that Noah found grace in those class of living ones. So these class of living ones, they stood before God in the heavenly courts. And they witnessed and they testified about Noah continually before God. So Papa kept hearing Noah's name. Noah is a good man. Noah is a good man. Uh, Johanna is a good woman. Vivian is a good woman. Prince is a good man. Akufi is a good woman. You know, Papa kept hearing this witness from the, from the eyes. They give reports, not evil reports, good ones. That's why Bible said that we should not be weary in good doing or in doing good because something is happening. There is someone who stands in our father's presence who does talking for us. Let your good deeds talk for you. There are a lot of times that in the court of accusation, our good deeds steps in for us. I remember Prophetess Victoria told me something I have not forgotten. She said, Prophet, do you know that our offerings and our giving and our tithe, they, they are the voices in the court of heaven for us? I said, really? I said, uh, this one, I don't know. I keep learning. He said, yes. The Lord taught her that our titan, our giving and our support, they serve as voices in the court of heaven for us. So can you imagine that the eyes of God, now you understand the eyes of God, who they are. They are living ones. They standing in, in God's presence and talking on your behalf. Then your tithe, your giving, your offerings, your support is also becoming a voice. <clears throat> so they bring a condemnation against you. Then voices in the court will, will, will begin to speak. She is a giver. He is a giver. During, or, during his or her birthday, she went to the orphanage. She did this. Because of her, a boy was able to eat today. Because of her, this. Because of her, it becomes the voices in the court. They talk on your behalf. Then the eyes of God stands in God's presence and they, they witness. Not against you, but for you. Very beautiful. And when this thing happens, grace. What is grace? Tomorrow, by the grace of God, I will explain grace comes like in the book of job a witness was given on job they had gone to witness on job satan came as one of the sons of god he said i am going to and fro i'm checking ghana and god said hey you are going up and down ghana up and down the usa up and down europe my sons and daughters are there. Satan says, I know, I know. I know you are having sons and daughters everywhere. But look, see them. They compromise a lot. I know they, are, they go to church. I know you created them. I know you are the one who formed them and placed them in their mother's womb. So they are sons and daughters. But there is none who is living right. And God says, what? 
Have you considered my servant Job? Satan said, ah, as for Job, it is because of your uh, protection and the riches and everything. So, you know, he is rich. So, he is able to afford anything he wants. So, you know, because of money, he has money and he has influence. So, no compromises of anything and all those ones. If you like, take all these things away from him. He is a human being. You know, he will compromise. God said, oh, I have, in fact, I have a lot of reports on my servant Job. My eyes have given me a lot of report on him. The eyes in charge of where Job is living, they have given me a lot of report about him. Don't worry. I believe in the report of my eyes. Don't worry. I will take all of these things from him and let us see the outcome. You see? It was a witness. They had witnessed about the man Job to Papa. So Papa knew that there is no way the eyes would give him bad or wrong information. So he, he could he could vouch for Job. He said, ah, for this man, the report I have been having concerning him, I am 100% sure that if you put your money down, he will never take it. For this lady, I, I know if you put your money down, she will never take it. He said, are you sure? He said, yes, okay. You let us go and put $10,000 in this time of crisis where there is no job. Let us put it there where she stays and let us see something. So it can be creatively worked out that you can meet somebody who, who will entrust you with some amount of money to see. And if you consider your situation, you are very hungry, you need this, you need that, you need this, you need to relocate, you need to go here, a lot of things. You need money for all of those things and money will come. It is not yours. It can be that in the court of the spirit, a challenge has been thrown and the Lord believes in the report of his eye concerning you. So, Something will happen and everybody will, will be made very attentive to see what you will do if you will fail or not. And finally, you, you didn't run with the money. You didn't run with the money and God will say, I told you, my servant, I know the report I have been receiving concerning him or concerning her. So, that was how Job's situation also was like. Okay, so so <clears throat> favor, beauty, grace, goodness, kindness comes to us when such things do take place. So I am ending here. This is something about the eyes of God. Uh, you can build on it more. There are deeper things to know about the eyes of God. Deeper, 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 deeper things. Okay, but I've just given you a scratch. I've just activated you for you to know that there is a higher dimension. There is something that can be. Okay? There is something that can be. So be encouraged, be strengthened that everywhere you go, you are having the eyes of God around you. You can grow. You can grow up and walk. The amazing thing is that you yourself, you are also God's eye. God calls you the apple of his eye. You can't be touched like that. Okay? You can't. That's why some of us, we declare that we are righteous. Our righteousness is from God. We cannot be condemned because we understand that we are the eyes of God. We also report to, don't you know, 
We also report when my dad died, they were cursing me left, right, center. No cause. No cause to any of their curses. I was laughing. I said, ah, these people, pa, they, they've made a big mistake. They don't know who they are dealing with anyways. I reported them to God. I was functioning as an, an I. I reported them to Papa. Papa, see this, oh, see that, oh, see that, oh. You know the truth. I didn't say this. I didn't do this, but they are just, you know, making false accusations, etc. I reported them, and Papa striked. They are touching the eye of God. You are also God's eye. Just know how to walk well. Know how to position yourself well. You can't be touched. Touch not my anointed. Don't you know every anointed is God's eye? You have been anointed and empowered. So God uses you to see, to teach, to prophesy. You are God's eye. You are also God's eye. When you are assisting somebody with the Bible, with, you, are, you are become an eye for God to through you give people insights. You are become an eye for God to through you teach people the truth. You are also God's eye. You can't be touched. Work with this understanding. You can't be touched. But you can grow through these eyes. Because we grow in sight. We grow in insight. We grow in insight. We grow in insight. So you, you can grow through these eyes. You can grow through them. Just that you you have to do a lot of sacrifices. And there are a lot of things you will have to kill them. The more you are growing in these eyes. You can't be watching TV. You can't be reading certain things because they all come with a level of demand, a level of sacrifices. You are here. You want to see, but you are watching pornography. It is not possible. It will destroy the eye, so the eye will not even come. It will not help you. You are a seer, or you want to see. You are praying that you want to see, but you secretly go to uh, Insta, some other uh, pages, and you are watching ladies who are twerking. Oh, bros. Oh, sis. With this one, you can't get that eye. That eye comes with a lot of demands. You, you have to sacrifice a lot. There are certain foods you can't eat because those food put a lot of weight on you and you become lazy and feel sleepy but you must be watching and praying not eating and sleeping okay so as you mature and go through the eye the demand increases you will have to sacrifice a lot of things you can grow through it you can grow through these eyes you can grow you can grow through this eye myself the lord has blessed me with different different eyes some I have activated, some I have not. I have spoken about it before that the Lord has given me eye for individual prophecies. I have eyes for nations. Okay, so if you see me write about nations and it comes to pass because Papa has given me the eye for that, I, I have eye at my back that for to see event of the past, etc. So many eyes. Okay, so many eyes. But we are growing through them. Some of these things. It's our secret. It is our strength. We are growing through them. Gradually, gradually, we grow through them. Remember, I am a priest and I am a seer. So I need to know some of these things in the graces of God to be able to navigate. To be able to navigate. Okay. So this is what, uh, where we are going to end 
for today. So remember, there are eyes all over you. God is watching everything. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. I, I wanted to teach you how to activate the eye, but not today. Okay? Not today. Not today. Today, the time is gone. So, God bless you for making time to be part of the first one and the second one. Such teachings are very costly and expensive to come by. So, please cherish it. Listen to it. Make notes out of it. You can be praying and grow through it. Okay? You can grow through it. It is possible to have even one of the four assigned to you. It is very possible. Okay? You can be working with the Elohim assigned over your country. It is possible. Stephen, the Lord can give you grace to see the Elohim over Kenya. It is possible to, to have the eye for that. It is possible to work with him and he will tell you events to come. He will tell you that which is to come. It is possible. It is very possible. Now, your family, your family has an assigned angel who is in charge of the family. He has the scroll of your family. Individually, you should be able to know the angels of your family. You should be able to know the history of your They are the ones who are holding the scroll of your family. Ah, they have all the details of your family in their hands. So you should have, they are, they are God's eyes at that level. Okay? They have details of your family, the history of your family, why things are going the way it is going, the covenant and all, all the stuff that has ever taken place in the family. It is in their hands. It is, you see, I, I, I got to know the practicality of this when my dad passed. Because when my dad passed, a lot of issues, I really suffered. I really went through challenges. It was not easy for me. It was not easy at all. It was not easy. My wife said, Edwin, it is good you are in Ghana. Because if you had come and this thing happened behind you, it would have been a bad problem. I said, God knows why the instruction came. I'm telling you, it would have been a bad news. But along the line, we were praying, doing directions, and I saw the angel assigned over my father's family. Open a book and read out a certain judgment against the family. Even the angel over that family was speaking not good. He said, all these things they have done, this, this, a lot of things. He, he opened the book and spoke and like rehearsed judgment against them. This is how come everything these people did, what they plotted, the, the things they did, whatever, all didn't work. Because the angel assigned over that family was engaged in prayer and he was able to release the judgment of God against them. He brought out all the evil they've done. He recited it. All the evil they've done. And a command was issued from the father of all spirits. This is how an angel of God came down <coughs> sitting in uh, this big, big, uh, what is it? At, no, it, it's not articulator. More like uh, this uh, forklift type of like using, you know, breaking rocks and stones and you know these heavy heavy tracks yes this is how an angel sat in something like that 
and came and broke everything, destroyed everything in that house, was crashing it down. It was an illustration that God has crashed everything they did. All the juju, the people they visited, what they planted there, God, God crashed everything down. The angel of the family did it, crashed everything down because a word from God was released. Judgment was released against them. Judgment was released. Knowledge helped. Knowledge really, really, really helped. Knowledge helped. So even your family, there is an assigned angel. I'm telling you, he's holding a book. Details of your family are there. This one, it doesn't come on a silver platter. You don't go eat fufu and go and find out these things. You must give yourself to prayer. It is not one day, two days, one week, something. You must give yourself to prayer continuously before the Lord will open. Okay? Before the Lord will open these dimensions to you. It is not a joke. We have prayed and prayed and paid the price and still paying. It is not on a common silver platter. Be encouraged. There are dimensions in Papa. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. God bless you so very much for your time joining in. Some of you, you are at work, but you are listening. God bless you. It will not be in vain. You are learning this for your children. You are learning this because in your marriage, you are forming a new family. Now, in your new family, I'm telling you, you will be able to set some things right. Yes, Steve-O, you must pay the price now. Because of your family, because of your children, the price ought to be paid now. <laughs> okay? Some of us, we have paid the price. We have learned. God has taught us open our eyes to some of these things. Now, we can share some of these things with you. This one, it took us months, years to learn together. But in the space of some two, three, four hours, I've been able to communicate some information to you. Okay? Hold it well. Work on it. Fire prayer with it. And you will see the result of it. The Lord our God bless you so very much. May the Lord our God keep all his faces shining upon you. I pray that let heaven, let earth, who are also witnesses, the eyes of God, Moses called them, Deuteronomy 4, 26. Moses called them and Moses said, Oh, heaven, earth, come as witnesses. Papa, let the heavens over us, the clouds over us, the shamayim over us, which are witnesses, let them bear witness today that your sons and your daughters we have lent the eye that is to your administrative. Let the earth, who is also a witness to everything we are doing in time, also be called upon. That today we have been taught not everything, but a portion of the eye of God. We therefore pray for the activation of dimensions of eyes around us. Let dimensions of eyes be activated. Papa, time is fast spent because if I enter the priestly office right now, it will be a different story. But we thank you for grace. We thank you for manifestation. We thank you that the, the right eyes that must be activated right now is activated. 
let it be activated over all the 17 people and let it be activated over those who joined us for the first session. We pray dimensions of ice with different rules and different duties. Let them be activated. Let them be activated. Let them be activated. In the name of Jesus. Now, we will activate only one eye right now. That is if you want it activated. We will activate only one eye. Only. Okay? Now, if you have anointing oil at home, anoint the middle parts of your head. Okay? There is, there is an eye there. Okay? There is an eye there. Put oil on it. Just anoint. Why do you pour oil on your head? That middle part of your head. Why do we pour oil there? One of the reasons is that there is an eye over there. The oil activates it. Okay. So today, be conscious about it. So get the anointing oil, the middle part of your hair. Pour oil on it. And begin to pray the Father, let this eye be activated. Let the eye be activated. Let the eye be activated. It is the oil. The oil activated. So begin. Just pour oil in the middle of your hair. Anoint yourself. Don't let anybody anoint you. You alone. Just pour the oil there. And anoint yourself. And begin to pray. And one or two minutes. Begin to pray. After this, you can make it a prayer. Okay? For the activation of that eye. For the activation of that eye. So anoint your head, the middle part to be specific, and then pray for the activations. And pray for the activations. Pray for the activations. Anoint your head. This is how some of the eyes are being activated. So activate that one on your head. Activate it. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Okay, so you should understand when God says your head should not lack oil. Okay, you should understand when God says in his word that your head should not lack oil. Okay, it is for the release of your lights. It is for the release of your light. God said, if your eye is one, then brighter is your light. If you have two eyes, then your eye is really darkened. There is a particular eye there. So as you have applied the oil, it is enlightened, it is open. It is just an activation. It is open, it is enlightened. 
So that is why every day I encourage you that before, whenever you wake up by the grace of God, anoint your head. I've been telling you, anoint your head, anoint your head, anoint your head. Let your light shine. Let your insights become clearer so you can see, so you can discern. Oh, I keep telling us. Now the Lord is telling me one purpose of the crown. One purpose why we wear crown on our head that protects the head is that there is something precious in the middle part of the head that the crown protects. I'm just being told right now. I didn't know. I have no idea. I'm just being told this seconds. This seconds right now. Okay. So now myself also I have learned that the crown protects the eye, which is of the head. Okay. The crown also protected. I didn't know. I've also learned right now by the grace of God. So God bless you so very much. At least you have learned one way to activate a personal eye for yourself. Okay. The oil, your head, the oil, your head. God bless you so very much. And our details were shared and it has been shared over and over again. You believe in the ministry the Lord has blessed us with. You want us to keep coming to Port Bean and be able to share, learn, etc. You want to support us with data. Next month, I'm not talking about this month. This month, it is already settled and paid. Next month, you want to support us for data next month. The detail was shared. We have our PayPal account. We have our Cash App account also. Uh, it has been shared and I believe that it will be shared once more again so our paypal account uh is there the cash app account is there my uh you are in ghana you, you want to bless us with momo for data to the number will be provided it is a free will support it is not compulsory you want to support us to keep coming on port bean to be able to stay learn some of the mysteries into god then the paypal is here the cash app is here. This is specifically for those who are outside. You are in Ghana. You can also send a little support you can to us on this number. It is a free will support specifically for next month. Okay. At least we can get data for next month to be able to stay here on Port Bean to be a blessing. God bless you so much. And I will see us tomorrow, Friday, for the practicality activations of this eye we are going to practice it in prophecy and see how it goes <coughs> okay we are going to practice it in prophecy and see how it goes how these eyes will how it goes when you are using them in prophecy i have not been permitted to use all of them some of them i am working in it by grace but as i said they are higher higher ones but i'm trusting the lord that one day even tomorrow Papa can give us a free star, at least a taste of all how all the eyes, how it operates. It is possible our father can give us a free star of how each of the eyes operate. Okay, it is possible. So tomorrow, pray into it. Get yourself ready. Get prepared to come and fire prayer. Come and learn about grace. How when the eyes, the witness about you before the elders, before the council, before God, how favor comes to you how grace come to you how the beauty of what comes to you like it was it was done to noah okay after numerous witnessing about him grace 
beauty, favor, kindness, goodness from the upper world located. That is how God blesses. We will go into some of this briefly tomorrow, pray and also practicalize the eyes in prayer. We want to see practicality of these eyes, levels and how far it goes. Okay, so we will try with the individual one, try with the family one and go into families and see, try to go into nations, the one with the nations and see how it goes. We will also, you know, switch, 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 switch and see. I don't know if Papa will permit us. It's possible uh, to see the one of the four. It is possible. It is all in the sovereign will of God. Okay, there are classes. If Papa wants it to be done, it is possible. Okay, our Father can give us a practicality of these eyes so that we can be, <coughs> be activated and motivated to grow into those dimensions. God loves you so much and Papa has a wonderful, beautiful place for you. Your seat in heaven is waiting patiently for you. You cannot afford to miss your seat. You can't afford to miss your seat. Heaven is counting on you. Heaven is very hopeful that you will make it. Whether your shortcomings, whatever, heaven is still very hopeful. That is why grace is there. Tomorrow, I will explain grace, give you the number of grace, etc., etc. God bless you, and I will see us again tomorrow by the good grace of God. Bye-bye for now.
Royal afternoon. I welcome everyone. Our Father. Mm-hmm. The Lord. God bless you all. Joining. We are still on our week of grace. Today is the very last day. And by Jesus' wonderful grace, we will be looking into grace. Glory to Jesus. Keep sharing, keep inviting. Jesus bless you. Thank you, Jesus. A very good afternoon to everyone. A royal day to anyone who is joining. The Lord Jesus keep his faces shining on all of us. You are a blessing and you are blessed for joining today as well. It is not by mistake that Jesus kept you alive. It is for a good reason. to Jesus. Araduka di Zelia Dose. In the name of Jesus. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Charity. Royal afternoon. Steve Good afternoon, Johanna. Good afternoon to all of us. Anybody who just joined, Papa, keep his faces shining on you. Akubi, good afternoon. I believe and I trust that everyone is doing fine. Everyone is doing very fine by the good graces of Jesus. Be encouraged to share, invite. Sorry, thank God. Sorry, thank God. God, 
We are thanking God for His good grace. We are thanking the Lord Jesus for His good mercies. We are thanking the Lord Jesus for indeed He is a good God. He is a good God. Liba Adosha. Rabada, appreciate Jesus. He is a good God. He is a good God. He is a God of gods, and His mercies endures forever. Somebody appreciate Him, glorify Him, appreciate Him. Open up your mouth, minister, and serve the Lord with words. A well crafted in the choices of words. As a priest, minister today. As a priest and as a chosen one of the Lord. Minister today in song, in words, minister before his awesome presence. Tell him that indeed he is a good God. He is a good God. He is the God of all the gods. He is the father of all the spirit. He is the father of all the flesh. He is God all alone. Madiko Adianta. Reduziki Adish. Somebody push it. Appreciate Jesus, the Christ of the living God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, our Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare today that you are a good God. Papa, you are a good God. Jesus, we declare that you are a good God. Radosha, in the goodness of God. It's all my life you have been faithful. King Jesus, we thank you, Lord. It's all my life you have been so, so good. Your goodness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Everything. Your goodness is running out. It's running after me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For your goodness 
that has gone ahead of us. Radoki Adisha. We thank you, wonderful Jesus. Indeed, you are a good God. Indeed, you are a good God. Your mercies travel from generations to generations. Your mercies outlive all seen and unseen. Your mercies is not just a character or a nature. Your mercies is your proper definition, is who you are. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, King of all the kings. For thou art the king of the age past. You are the king of the present age. And you are the king of the world and the age to come. Many will come and go. But you still will remain. The rock of all the ages. The God of all the ages. The original man. The original God. The one who was not created, who was not formed. Everything came out from you. For thou art the king of all the kings. Thank you, Jesus. We are praying, commit yourself, ask the Lord that this afternoon you should sprinkle the blood, set you aside. That this afternoon he will wash you, sprinkle the blood sets you aside for his glory that the blood will be sprinkled upon you and the Lord Jesus will set you aside and Jesus the Christ of God will set you aside and today is good afternoon ask the Lord the Papa set me aside this afternoon set me aside this afternoon Lord, glory, hallelujah. Zadono Moka Dize, Rabada Dizelia Dosh, Rabatata Mazados, In Colomo Adiante. Oh Jesus, we worship you, Jesus. Papa, thank you for setting us aside. Adimono Mohadise. Ragada. Oh, they are here. They are here. The ones we spoke about yesterday. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, glory. Glory to Jesus. Rando Kadise. Rising of the sun. I pray that the Lord will open somebody's eye. And you will see. Very beautiful very beautiful their wings has become like a rope it is full of eyes it is very scary but very beautiful from the rising of the sun 
Let Jesus' name alone be praised. Thank you, King Jesus. It will be amazing, Papa, to have these eyes prophesy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Finally, pray. Commit body, soul, and spirit. The truth is that your body, soul, and spirit should be presented blameless. There shouldn't be any blame. It, there should not be a blame at all. <laughs> Bible said that as chosen ones of God, sin should not even be named or mentioned among us. The blood of Jesus is able to do this. Pray that my God and my King Take absolute control. Let my body, soul, and spirit be sanctified. And let the seven eyes of the Lord prepare me, oil me, apply the beautification ointment all over me. And let me stand before the King of Kings this afternoon without blame. Let me stand before the King of Kings this afternoon without blame. Let it be your prayer. Let the seven eyes of God in time prepare us. Rub us with precious ointment. Let the ointment for the beautification of the Lord be rubbed on our body, be rubbed on us. Let the seven, the seven maidens, as they did for Esther, let them do same for us. Let them prepare us. Give us the right rope, the right song, the right words, the right heart, the right spirit. Madosha, rakatan di adosha, rededi di adosha. Oh Jesus, rando makaan zedede madi ili anto kariyazada. Jesus. Mm. Mm. Ay, ay, ay. Thank you, Jesus. That we will be presented blameless without an iota of accusation, without an iota of sin. That we will stand pure, bright, and right in the presence of Yeshua. In the presence of Yeshua. In the presence your name to be hallowed. A lot is happening in the realm of the spirit. A lot is happening. Kadimozu hmm. adiate. Jesus. A lot is happening. A lot is ongoing. I lack words to describe it. But a certain decree is coming from the realm of the spirit. I will describe it to you later. A decree is coming. A decree is coming. This afternoon, somebody begin to pray in the language of the spirit. 
pray in the language of the spirit right now just fire prayer in the language of the spirit from now thank you holy ghost radu kadiza madidi antomonomokadizi liadus rababadi keli alush Ribaba i andi adu rike i an libizi akada di edi adana magada ribos rabadika babahaba rebebe di ebrempeli alobo shata rebebe di ebi aduzi bi adi rababa di ikaba adi anta rebebe di ibi kadusha di di adi mababahadan di libra akaba adam in the name of Jesus my God rando madi izi atam rebebe di ebrempeli adus rakata bada bahada in the name of Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Abba Father. Holy Spirit, we blow you a lot of kisses. We stand in the name you'd have of He, and we direct as priests, we direct, O oh God, our praise. As kings, we direct, O oh God, as royals. As the chosen ones of the Lord, we direct our praise. Mahaduze. Mahaduze. Kadididiaduze. Kabahaduze. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, King Jesus. A decree is coming from the elders. A decree is coming from the elders. A decree is coming to the regions of planet Earth. A decree is coming. A decree is coming. For I have seen one of the elders wearing a crown, sat down and right. I have seen one of the elders sat down, sat down. A decree is coming. <laughs> I will write more on this on my Facebook page. The world will be shocked. <laughs> A decree is coming. I don't know why. Maybe because we spoke about the eyes of God. I'm seeing the release of the cherub. I'm seeing cherubs. I'm seeing orphanims. They are released too much. They are released too much. My God. 
and the Beyeji, something will happen today. Something will happen today. Rado Zahati Ados Mahadandi Ados. Yes, Lord. The orphanims, the orphanims are around. The Keruvims, they are around. I even saw the rabbi who decoded and revealed Messiah in the Bible to the modern Israel. He is no more alive physically. He has gone to be with our father. But in the realm of the spirit, I saw him come. I saw him come. I saw him come. He is a rabbi. He decoded the scriptures and revealed to the modern day Israelites that Yeshua is the Messiah. And there is no Messiah who is coming again for them to keep waiting. And that the one who came is the same Messiah. The one who came, the one who died is the same Messiah. I saw this rabbi come around in the, in the realm of the spirit. A decree is coming forth from the elders. A decree is coming forth from the elders. I saw two the, the 24 elders, their council, they have beings who serve as protection around them. Okay, there are beings. I don't know how to call that class. Whether angels, I don't know. They are not angels, so I don't know the name for them. I'm still a student when it comes to some these dimensions and their names. But two of them were released and i saw an elder with a crown sign up a decree and it has been handed over into the hands of these two the ones who are around the elders they are like kings okay they are like kings they don't have wings let me not say they don't have wings but the ones I saw, the two, they have, they do not have wings. Now, they have a rope, but in their rope is full of eyes. The rope they are wearing is full of eyes. Everywhere on the rope, the rope is blue in color, but everywhere on the rope, is eyes the eyes like on the eyes of a human being it is full of eyes an elder has signed and a decree a scroll is coming to the regions of the earth i will elaborate more on my facebook page jesus we are so very grateful for testimonies and, and the beautiful, wonderful things you keep doing. <clears throat> we keep 
being broken by your good works. It's another day you have made, another day you have designed. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> hey, see, I am seeing all of us in the right palm of Jesus. And Jesus is watching us. We, we have become very tiny, 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 tiny like that in his right palm. And he just released his fresh breath. Okay, I saw a breath. The breath is thick. You can feel the breath is coming out. Very thick. You can feel it. You can even see the breath going out. It is thick in nature. <laughs> he has released it over everyone. I pray for you that you will be, you will be refreshed. Bible said that he breathed unto his disciples and they received the spirit. Disciples and they received the spirit. I pray for you, for you, that as the Lord has released, that as the Lord, has you will be strengthened in the inside. You will be freshened in the inside. You will be empowered in the inside. And you will receive another dimension of the Holy Spirit. Be freshened up somebody. Be strengthened up. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you King Jesus. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Shall we worship the Lord? Shall we worship the Lord by His name Adonai? What is happening in the realm of the Spirit? I wish and I long that there will be more seers who can behold what is happening. Jesus. Jesus. Mm. Rabadis. Kadimo Kadiza. Rabababa Adian Telenelebe Ados. The elders are coming. The elders. Hey. Kadimi di Ados. Thank you for the sea grace. My God. Debbie. Debbie, I see that the Lord is giving you a new heart. Debbie, I see that the Lord is giving you a new heart. Debbie Bannon. Debbie. The Lord is giving you a new heart. I see that the Lord is giving you a new heart. In the name of Jesus, Debbie received a new heart from the Lord Jesus. Glory to Jesus the Christ. My God and my King. A new heart, a new heart, a new heart. Debbie, the Lord is giving you a new heart. From the rising of the sun, Papa, as life begins and as life goes to a close, 
your name is to be praised. Adonai, from the rising. Thank you, Jesus. Papa, we prepare our hearts. Your name is to be hallowed. Aye, Kadusa. Madidi Adonomo Kadish. An elder. It has been signed already. It is happening. It is coming. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Father, we pray that you seal, cover, protect. Bring us into your truth. We don't want facts. Bring us into your truth. Unveil the veils. Bring us into dimensions of truth. Cause our spirit to mature and grow. Papa, join the all night with the yesterday from the UK. You made us know that you will fatten yourself and you give us a name. I pray that to these ones also, you will fatten yourself in all of us and you give us a name. Fatten yourself in us and give us a name. Genesis, the chapter 6, verse number 8. Let's go to Genesis the chapter 6, verse number 8. It is our week of grace. Now let us go into grace. What is grace? Let us go into grace. Glory to Jesus. Is grace something of the New Testament? Was grace around all the time, even before the New Testament, or grace was introduced in the New Testament? Genesis 6, 8. Bible say, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Anybody who joined us yesterday concerning the eyes of the Lord, you know that this verse is not just as you can see it there like that. It is deeper at least if you take it from the priestly point of view. There is too much in Genesis chapter 6 verse 8. It is deeper than what you will see from the English perspective or what you see or what you would think into. There is much into it. Genesis is an Old Testament book. 
and grace was mentioned in Genesis. So grace has not been a New Testament doctrine or a move for New Testament. Grace has always been even before Bible was written down. Grace has all, grace has been in heaven. Today we will see what grace is. The Holy Spirit will open your eye into what grace is. You will get to understand that even before creation, grace has always been around. Before the formation of things in this world, there are dimensions, there are different worlds. Before even manifestation in our parts of the world, grace has always, always, always be around. Grace that I'm talking about, I pray that the Lord will permit so that she can be present. I know she is here, but I need decides to behold her. She is here. She is here. Now, let me tell you one mystery, only one, about the grace of God. The grace of God is a living being. Okay. And the grace of God has two faces. <clears throat> you will not hear some of these things anywhere. The Lord has said to me and through other prophets that I will come under a lot of accusations and a lot of criticisms because of what the Lord through me and the ministry will teach. So some of us, we are already prepared for attacks and accusations. We are already prepared for that. It is enough to know that what we are being taught, what we are learning is from Papa and we are in, on track. That is all I need to do. Let's go back to grace. The grace of God has two, two faces. Has two faces. And he can choose or she can choose to manifest with all the two faces at the same time. He can choose to manifest with one face. The grace of God. The first face and the second face. Let me briefly pass you through. This one is intro. She has a face that is called for. And she has a face that is called against. 
this living being has these two faces. One is called four, F-O-R. The other is called against. The grace of God can manifest with a face that she will be for you. And she can manifest a face where she will be against you. In, in times like on today's, people in this dimension of the world, we are experiencing one of the phase called the phase four. The phase four. Now we do most things anyhow. We do swim, do a whole lot of things in sin consciously. We get to Papa and grace is not against us. Grace is for us. Grace steps in and speak for us. Grace steps in and speaks for us. But there will come another time where the face that is against will be so rampant and men can't stand that face. There is coming a, a time. There is coming a time. Again, there are most of us, the grace of God stands in for us. And the grace of God speaks against certain things that should have happened to us. The grace of God stands in the court and speaks against those things. The grace of God stands in the court and pushes those things back against us. In the court of accusation, for instance, the attorney of law, Satan, comes in with enough evidence, enough evidences Written one, video ones, picture ones, name them. All the seven types of evidences he comes and he shows against a sister, against a brother. Why a person shouldn't be allowed to leave? Oh, because this sister committed an abortion. They bring you evidence of the whole thing. It is true. The sister did it. They will show you a picture. Papa, if you will not kill this sister because she has committed abortion, she has killed an innocent baby. If you will not kill her, then deny her for the rest of her life. Punish her. She will not have children. The grace of God will stand in and will manifest the face that is against. This face will push back all of these accusations. Will push them back. Though it is true against you. While the one for you refers to what Jesus has done, the price Jesus has paid. 
You need to behold how the graces of God stands in the court with these two faces activated at the same time. Talking, praying, interceding on our behalf. Who is this grace we are talking about? Grace. Who is he? Did grace come about only in the New Testament? Where has grace been? Where has grace been? My God. A certain being has entered into my room. As for this one dear Papa, I know there are a lot of beings I have not seen yet. But this one, I don't know if... I don't know who she is. Right, so... Welcome... Here, so you are welcome. As you are here, please introduce yourself and let me know who you are. Here is a territory for Jesus Christ. So kindly introduce who you are and so that we can get to know who you are. Yes, intro is needed though <coughs> because. The appearance of this feminine being is strange and very beautiful. <laughs> My, listen, sometimes we see some of these paintings of spirits with two, three, three hands and stuff like that. Sometimes you will wonder why these people get to see some of these things, eh? And, and the people who do these paintings, they are, they are deep spiritual people, I'm telling you. How are they able to see some of these things? How? How are they able to see some of these things? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So, the grace of God wants us to talk about about her. So, let us move on and talk about her. So I have shared the name for grace in the Hebrew language and the perspective of Yeshua the Messiah. Now, the English we will say Chen. But in the Hebraic pronunciation, the C becomes silent. So it becomes like hen, as in English hen. Okay. But it's not the hen you know. Okay. But it's not the hen you know. Glory to Jesus. Let us consider how it is spelled 
then from there we will go into dimensions and see who grace is where she has been was grace there even before the creation of all things you will understand the grace of god okay okay so this is grace now let us open it for the sake of those who are writing for their children so that their children will learn i will take time to explain it for the sake of those who are learning for their children glory to jesus Hmm. What a manifestation, my God. So the first letter that spells Greece in the Hebrew, okay, is the Hebrew word chet. Chet. And this is the symbol that represents chet. 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 Right. So let us open chet a little bit. Let us open chet a little bit. When we talk of chet, chet means a fence or a wall. Okay, it means a fence or a wall. And we know that a fence or a wall is for protection. Whenever you have a house and you have a wall, you are protecting your house so that outsiders don't get in. Okay, so that people don't come in anyhow. Okay, now if you have a wall around your house, you will definitely have a gate. Follow carefully. For the Lord Jesus to say that enter into his gate, I said you will get to know what grace is, where grace has been. Whether grace is only a New Testament doctrine or not. You will understand some things by the grace of God today. When you have a wall. It is purposely to shield or to protect what is inside that house. So a wall or a fence represents protection. Okay, so chat, chat is all about protection. The first thing, it represents a wall or a fence. This too is about protection. Now, a fence or a wall, okay, separates what is in there from the outside. So if you are going to a well or a gated house, 
you see that the wall is separating the house inside from the outside house. Another meaning of church is separation. Separation. So church means a fence, a wall, which comes down to protection. The wall or the fence separate us from the other world there. The wall or the fence separates you from the street and from the other buildings. It is about separation. <clears throat> it is about separation. Remember it very well. Remember it very well. Only two Hebrew letters spells Greece. These same Hebrew letters, if you change their appearance, this same two spells the word rest, noach or noah. Grace is spelled as chet noon, okay? Chet noon, that is grace. Noah is noon chet. The same letters but just interchanging their position. So when it is chet noon, it spells grace. When it is noon chet, it spells rest. So now, chet, once again, I have shown the symbol, I showed the spelling. It means a wall or a fence, which is about protection. The wall and the fence separate you, your world, from the others. Bringing us to the third sense, which is separation or division okay you are separated now church church has a value of eight <clears throat> it has a value of eight church has a value of eight the hebrew we say gimitria okay another word for gimitria is value Okay, it has a value of eight. Gimitria has a value of eight. What is eight? What is eight? We are learning about the church. What is eight? The number eight. Now, God created six days. On the seventh day, Papa entered into Shabbat. <clears throat> he entered into rest. This type of rest is not Noak. Okay? This type of rest is, is not Noak. Yes. This type of rest is not Noak. This type of rest our father entered into is called Shabbat. Now, this Shabbat, I can tell you boldly, without any fear, 
because the Lord lifted me and he made me to witness how Shabbat happens in heaven. So I know how it happens in heaven. I saw it. I stood there. I partook. I saw. I saw all classes of creatures. That was the first time I saw King David. The Holy Spirit calls him King David. Even in heaven, you know, Papa doesn't call him David. Papa calls him King David. I've shared this encounter plenty times on other platforms. It is a time of fellowship and intimacy with God. When we enter into intimacy with God, Papa sits in his throne. Okay. For those who have never heard me share this one before. Now, it took place on a Saturday at time. But the dimension where this thing, where this event took place, time does not exist today. And I saw a king sitting in a chariot, moving from one place to place, city to city, <coughs> making announcements. This announcement was not done with a voice. It was done with a scroll. There are flying scrolls in heaven. The scroll fly. The scroll has wings. They fly. When Adam was created and no sin had come, flying scrolls were visiting Adam. Okay? Flying scrolls were coming from the regions of heaven and they were visiting Adam. There is still a flying scroll in the heavens. They fly. They deliver messages. It's a scroll. They have wings. They fly. But this time, it was not a flying scroll that was released. I saw this man, very handsome man, with some beard, well trimmed, well covered and well robed, in a chariot. And whenever he gets to a place, he will throw the scroll there. He would throw the scroll there. Then the Spirit of the Lord asked me, Do you know who is doing this? I said, Papa, no idea. He said, This is King David. Very handsome man. Very, 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 very handsome man. His beard are well trimmed. Well, well trimmed. Now, I have to go and look for the Baba in heaven who gave him that trim. Oh, the Baba is good. I have to go and get my hair trimmed the crowd from there. He's good. He's good. This is just by the way. But when we went around the throne of Papa, very amazing, eh? It's called the service of lights. That's when I said I saw people wearing lights, but you cannot see their nakedness, okay? They are wearing light. What they are wearing is transparent. To your human eye, it is transparent. Yet you cannot see the nakedness of the person wearing the light. Very strange. When I saw that, I was like, hey, Papa, this one is very strange. Eh? And human beings were there. But I don't know if those human beings who were present, they were aware that they were there but thanks be to god I, I was given consciousness so i knew that i was there and i was watching proceedings and events 
we saw all classes of of beings but amazingly that time you will never be afraid you can see a, a, a being with face of an eagle this whatever types you will never be afraid nothing love was strong we had intimacy with god around the throne we were going around the throne everyone was white everyone was shining now i i asked the question afterwards that but papa why is it that everybody was wearing lights and we couldn't see their nakedness papa referred me to a scripture in the bible i said ah so this is what this scripture means the bible said that in jesus christ is life and this life is the light of men so the more i saw people wear light that is the life of jesus they have in them i said oh my god papa I've been reading this verse, uh, but the way you have made me experience and understand this is amazing. They were wearing light too. So I asked the question, but why are they wearing light? It is a rope. It is a rope. They are, and Papa, in Jesus is life. This life is the light of men. So the light they were wearing is the life of Jesus they have. It was not the same measure. Some people had much, much brighter light telling you the kind of consciousness of Jesus' life they have in them. But everyone was in white. Everyone was shining. Though there was a degree, like a degree to which they shine. But everyone, it was a beautiful time around the throne of Papa. Classes of beings. Very beautiful time. That is an experience of Shabbat. So on the seventh day, Papa had something like that with his creation. Okay, on the seventh day, he wasn't tired. He didn't cease from creating, but he 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 had a time like that with creation. Okay, and on that day, Adam went around the throne and also joined other creatures in heaven and had fellowship with God. And whenever fellowship like that takes place in the heavenly realm, what happens is that Papa is satisfied. God becomes refreshed and he is satisfied. He inhabits the praise. Our praises, he goes into, it, it goes into him. He inhales them. He inhabits them. And the more we praise, the more he takes him, the more he becomes bigger and fatter. The more he is fattened. The more he is bigger. There are strange, 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 strange things that you will encounter when the Lord takes you into the upper world. But everyone, the Spirit of God will point it out in Scripture and will let you understand Scripture very, very well. So, the number eight is what actually led me to tell you this thing. So that on the seventh day, Papa entered into rest. That is the experience day. Now, the number seven is when A cycle of creation comes to an end. Okay? It is when a cycle of creation comes to an end. The eighth day is when another cycle of life begins. So people normally say that the, the number eight is the beginning of a new thing. It is true. On the eighth day, it is a new life begins. Okay. So the eight has a connection 
with life, newness of life. The number eight has a connection with life, newness of life. Now, what life is this? Listen, what life is this? It is called the higher conscious divine life. Okay, so there is a realm where divine life is. That realm is denoted by the number eight. So on the seventh day, life in the regions of time has been sealed. The eighth day, another higher life begins. This higher life begins from rest. When you enter into fellowship with God, the seventh day. So Noah, meaning rest. Bible said that rest found grace. Okay, so around the throne, we will see what grace is even around the throne. Follow us carefully. Those who are learning, those who are writing, follow us carefully. Okay, so the number eight brings you into a realm of God. The number eight brings you into the God realm. The realm of God. Where you see things that are forbidden to talk by the natural or by the human. It is forbidden to say. It is forbidden to, to share them. You enter into the God realm where there is divine life. You enter in when you get to rest. That is when you are in the position of rest. Jesus said, enter into his rest. When you enter into Jesus, the rest, you cease from doing your own things. Now your life, everything comes to a close. That of the divine. Okay, so that realm is a realm where there is higher consciousness of divine life. There is a higher consciousness of divine life. So that is what the church is doing. Welcome, Nana. Hey, hey, hey. Who who is giving us this noise? <laughs> that is what the church is doing. Remember, this church is a wall, a fence. That is protection. This church gives you protection and separates you from the other worlds. This church brings you into the God realm where a conscious higher divine life begins for you in this realm the the life of jesus is higher in you the consciousness is higher and because of the highness of jesus's life in you you see things that the lower life won't see you see things that you will not have words to, to describe that is the chat that is the chat I believe that we are getting it because it is a teaching service. We are not in a rush. Chat. There is more to say on chat, but let us, let us pause here with chat. Okay. That is chat. Now, let us go to noon. Yesterday, I spoke about noon when we were talking about the eyes of God, but all the same, I, as I said, I know that today I, I can ask about what noon is. And we will not have anybody talk to us. Everybody will go silent. If we have to talk about 
what noon is. I know everybody will go silent. So the next is noon. Good. So Raymond has proven me wrong. So noon is life. Is activities. It's a seed. It's continuity. Pardon. It is continuity. Good. Yes. A seed or a here. Oh. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. So it has make it much easier for us. Okay. So now. Let us consider noon. Noon is life, is here, or a seed. It's continuity, and it's talk about activity. Good. Noon has a value or a gimmetria. The value is 50. The value is 50. The value of noon is 50. Five zero is five zero. Five zero. Five zero is also the number five. Okay, five zero is also the number five. So I want you to understand grace. We are not even done breaking it down. Only one letter carries the number five. So grace in its totality is not the number five. Okay. Even only one letter. That spell set has the number 50 or five. <clears throat> so get it that the totality of grace does not equate five. Now, noon. What does the noon does what does it do for us noon brings you and i into a place we call gan in the hebrew is gan in the english is garden okay now what is this garden this garden is a place where we have fellowship and intimacy with God. Okay, so now, this garden, there is noon. <clears throat> so, when we say in the presence of God, nothing dies. We are referencing to the noon. What, why do we say nothing dies? Because of the presence of the living letter, noon. Noon is about continuity. Okay, continuity. So in the presence of God, there is continuity of life activity. Okay? There is no end to life activity. This is because of the energy called noon. Noon is Jesus Christ who is the continuity of life after time. 
Jesus Christ, he is the chamber of creation where all things take place within. The lightning, the everything, everything took place in him. He is the container of life activity. That is why in the presence where we have intimacy and fellowship with God, where we are taught mysteries from God, life continues. Whenever you have time with God, eh, you come out with some boldness. Go into prayer for some time. When you come out, you will see that there is a, a very clean atmosphere around you and there is boldness. You, you feel bold. You feel very bold. Yes. Because you are coming from a dimension of life. Not a lower life, but a higher life. This confirms it again, brings us into the realm of God, where there is a higher consciousness of divine life. When you pray for some time, eh? one hour, fire, prayer, fire, prayer, fire, prayer. My goodness. The, the way and the manner you get boldness, it confirms what takes place. Just that you don't see. You are not the seer. So Papa doesn't make you see what is going on. <clears throat> but if you are to walk in the seer grace and spend time with Jesus like that, and Jesus opens your eyes to see stuff like that. You know what is going on. You are standing in a higher electricity. Higher power. When you come out. Full of fire. Full of energies. Boldness everywhere. The same way sun. Takes away boldness and brings fear. When sin. Or when you go and sin eh. For that period of time, you are afraid. If you don't take care and there is a deliverance case, you will not even try to approach it. Why? Because you know what you have gone to do. Boldness is taken away. Fear takes over. That is the opposite. Fear takes over. The number five. Now, let us join these two and then explain what grace is. So, once again, as our tradition, grace is church, which means a wall or a fence that is protection. It also means separation. Noon. Only these two letters spells grace. Noon is life, activity, seed or a here, and it means continuity. So please, I want one gentleman and a sister. When I do this, it makes me know that at least we have one or two people who are learning or who are following. Okay, that is the joy of every teacher, every tutor, every parent is to see that the children are progressing the, and as such, they are not wasting money for nothing. That, that is the joy of every parent. That is the joy of, of God. That is the joy of everyone in authority to see that whatever they are giving out, there is one person at least 
who's writing, who's listening, who's learning. So I want one gentleman and a sister to define for us what grace is so that we can move on to the next dimension of grace. A sister and a brother to please share with us how they understand grace. Okay, so our sister Glory says that grace is the protection. The protection is the church that ensures continuity. Continuity is the noon. Beautiful definition. Beautiful definition. Beautiful definition. We want a brother to also give a definition. Your name is to be hallowed. Our brothers are disgracing me. The brothers who are disgracing me. So our brothers, nobody want to talk, or maybe we have, I guess everybody here is a sister. I guess everybody here. Okay, Ray, I didn't see your response. I did not see what you wrote. So... If you can write it again, because what you wrote came that have sent, but didn't appear. It came. Okay, so Raymond said that offense where there is life continuity. <coughs> Good. So, <clears throat> life activity with protection beautiful definitions so thank you all for those who wrote those who shared and those who contributed okay now maybe you think that when we meet and we are learning it is a physical thing no we we are we are in the schools of the spirit okay the lord didn't locate me with this grace for nothing the Lord didn't permit me to sit in the schools of the Spirit about 20-something classes I was attending. It was not for a joke. Okay? What we are learning, it is a virtual thing, but we are in a class spiritually. Okay? The Holy Spirit is teaching us through a human vessel. It is not a joke. If you have noticed, most of the things you hear or learn here, you hardly hear them elsewhere. Because we are in the spirit school where we are learning. We are in the spirit school where we are learning. Okay. 
Okay, so let us break grace down. Let us break it down. Number one. Let us break what grace is. Number one, definition. First definition of grace is the protection of God around life. First definition of what grace is. Okay. Grace, number one, is the protection of God around life. Full stop. Hmm. So, it means that God has a protection around life. God has a protection around life. Now, the protection God has given around life, that protection around the life is called grace. The, the, uh, the Hebrew word hen. God has a protection around life. That protection that is around life is called grace. Now, it is not the life that is called grace. The life is called life. But the protection around that life is what we call grace. Listen. The life is the property. Okay. Let me get you understand it well. The life is the property. It is God's asset, not a liability. And because it is an asset and so precious, Papa has placed a fence. Papa has placed a wall. Papa has placed some protection around it. Okay? Like a country and their president. They have what they call national security. That is being assigned over the president. That is how valuable the president is. Okay? Like a pregnant woman carrying a baby. The baby is life. So God now covers the baby with the mom. So the mother is the protection around the baby. So the baby inside the mom is life. The baby is life. The mother is the fence. The mother is the wall. The mother is the protection. So the mother is called grace. The baby is called life. Okay? So get to understand this. Pregnancy, the feminine nature of Jesus Christ, carrying a baby, carrying a blessing is the illustration of what grace is. Is a perfect illustration of grace in time. The baby symbolizes life. It's being protected, covered by the mom. Okay, so the mom is the wall, is the fence, is the protection. Why as the child is life. Again, God has a life. 
that is so precious to him that he has a wall around it. Please, let us go to the heavens. Let us go into the heavens. We want to see grace to know whether grace only came in New Testament or whether grace was in Old Testament or what. So we know what grace is right now. Now, in the heavens, in the book of Revelation 4, Bible said, if you go to Revelation 4, please, someone should go with us to the book of Revelation 4 and let's read from the verse 6. And let's see where the sea of glass is made mention of. Let's go to the book of Revelation 4. We are still on grace. Grace matter. Thank you, Ejewa. He said that in front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass sparkling like crystal in the center and around the throne were four living beings each covered with eyes front and back wow nanama thank you akuvi thank you this is grace listen There is what you call the sea of glass. Now, the sea of glass, see, and in the front of the throne, there was also what looked like a transparent glass sea. Okay? In the front of the throne, was also what looked like a transparent glass sea, as if of crystal, and around the throne, in the center of each side of the throne, were four living creatures. So you see, and who were full of eyes, in front and behind. So these creatures, they are creatures, who carry another creature within them because the eyes of God are living. They are living creatures. They are living ones. Okay. So these creatures, they are double. They, they have another creature within them. It should be your desire to mature in God until God will assign one of these four around you. It should be your desire that I will grow, I will mature, I will work with Jesus Christ. You see, the more you progress in Christ, the more the Lord changes the angels or the, the beings around you. If you are in class one and you go to class six, you don't expect the being God assigned to you on, in class one to be the same in class six. God changes. <laughs> okay, God changes. The more you grow, the more the, our Father will change and bring stronger ones around you. Okay, now this glass. Look at the position of the of the glass. 
And in front of the throne, in front of the throne, there is what? A transparent glass sea. Now, this glass sea that is in front of the throne is doing what? It's serving as a protection. So that the four, the four, they will not have direct access into God like that. He said that, and in the center of each of the throne were these four. Okay, now, even this one, put here, I may even get you a little bit confused. If you go to Ezekiel, and if you go to Isaiah chapter 6, okay, in Ezekiel 1, we saw cherubims. Isaiah 6, we, we saw seraphims. Now, they go around the throne. Listen, they go around the throne and then the, the cherubims are called the covering ones. They cover. Okay, the cherubims, they are called the covering ones. Now, they are covering something. Remember the definition of grace, the first one, protection of life. So the covering of life, protection of life. God has a cover for life. That cover is God's protection for life. Look at the illustration in the heavens. The seraphims, the cherub, they go around God. They go around and the, the cherubims or the cherubims, they cover. Why are they covering? They are protecting God. Can someone protect God? Can somebody protect God? This is a question. No. Can someone protect the Almighty? So, what the, nobody can protect the Almighty. What they are doing, they are forming a fence around the life that is in the middle. This is the definition and demonstration of grace. Hmm. Follow very carefully. <laughs> They are not protecting God. They can't protect God. They are fencing. They are walling. Life. When they do that, three things come to play. Jesus said, He is the way, the truth, and the life. So when they do that, they are protecting the way. They are protecting the truth. They are protecting life. Grace is the protection of life. The covering of God around life. So that is the demonstration of grace in the heavens. Listen. That is the demonstration of grace in the heavens. So they cover the cherub, the covering ones. They cover the life. What life? Is it the lower life? Is it the intermediate life? Is it the, the, the higher consciousness of life or what? <clears throat> they are protecting an extreme life. A life that is powerful than the highest level of electricity. In the presence of God, at least from personal experience with Him. If you want to see proper electricity, it is in the presence of God. The kind of electricity there, you will go back. It is full of lives. Electric currencies 
life that is there. So that is the definition and demonstration of grace. Now, look at it again. When they cover, when they are fencing and protecting the life that is inside, they go around, the more they protect, the more they see mysteries they don't know. So the more they see the mysteries, the more they say holy. What is holy? Holiness is to be separated from that which is unclean. The church, separation, offense, a wall that separates you. So the more they go around the life that is protected, the more they see mysteries. Now, let us go to the book of Second Corinthians chapter chapter 3 verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. I want you to see something there. We are learning grace. Second Corinthians chapter 2. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Thank you, Ojewa. He said that, so all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, make us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glory. Look at this scripture very well. Look at this scripture very well. So this class, the more they go around, the more they behold the glory of God, the more they are changed, the more they reflect what they see. So when they turn around, they reflect the face of a man because God, he is the original man. When they turn around, they reflect the face of a lion because Jesus Christ is the king of all the kings. The more they turn around, the more they reflect the face of a, an eagle. My God. The greatest prophets in time and his ministry. The more they reflect, the more they go around, the more they come out with the face of a calf, the more they behold Jesus, the high priest, the great high priest of all time. They reflect. This is the scripture. The more they go around, look at the scripture. And all of us with an unveiled face, with an unveiled face, continue to behold as a mirror. The sea of glass as a glass, as a mirror. The glory of the Lord are constantly being transfigured. The more they watch, the more they are transfigured. The more they reflect what they see. This is demonstration of grace. Okay, so grace. This is grace in the heavens. This this is grace in the heavens grace being demonstrated this is grace being demonstrated there is a scripture in job okay I want you to see uh, grace even within the human body. 
It is in your Bible. Grace within the human body. Now, there is a scripture in Job. I've forgotten the chapter. But it is about grace. Now, it says that God has made the skin to be a fence to the bones. Is there anyone who knows that scripture in Job? I've forgotten the chapter, but it is in Job. I think Job chapter 3, 10. I'm not very sure. I'm not very sure. I think it's Job 3, 10. Not very sure with it. But let me check and see. No, it's not Job 3.10. But Job was saying that the Lord has used skins, okay, to cover the bones. I've forgotten the, 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 okay, Job 10.11, eh? Okay, so please, let's go to Job 10.11 and let us see. We are defining Greece. Good, Job, Raymond, thank you. Job chapter 10, verses 11, it is in your Bible. Okay, thou has clothed, another word for clothed is cover. Thou has protected, thou has fenced me with skin and flesh. And has fenced me with bones and sinews. This is definition of grace. Job chapter 10 verses 11. This is the definition of grace. I salute you man of God. You see, you have clothed me with skin. So, you, you walking, you are an expression of grace. God said that he has covered, fenced your skin and flesh. Okay? And you knit me with bones. So, there is a particular something that is precious in you. That God is using your skin and your flesh to protect. According to this verse, your bones, your bones, your sinews, they are so precious to God that God is using your skin and your flesh to cover. The skin and the flesh is serving as the check, the protection, the wall, the fence. They are protecting what? Your blood, your bones, your, your sinews. This is grace at work. Again, let us go into the Garden of Eden. Let us go into the Garden of Eden. When God created Adam. When God created Adam. Listen. God did not just place Adam there unprotected. No way. Okay. Why? Because God has placed himself in man. So there is something precious. So God placed a fence, a fence, a wall, a protection around Adam. What is this? I want to know who can tell me the, the fence God placed around Adam. It is in your Bible. Who can tell me the fence, the wall, the protection God placed around Adam? Thank you, the garden. Thank you, 
the garden. Okay, sir. It is the garden. God, Bible said that God planted a garden and God just lifted Adam and placed him inside the garden. Hey! And the garden was to the east side. It was to the east side. Do you know that the chief angel who is in charge of the east? The south is under the care of Michael, the chief prince. The west, under the care of Gabriel, the chief prince. The east, under Raphael. Raphael is in charge of the eastern gate. Where life begins. Look at how beautiful God has demonstrated grace. God covered and protected man with the garden. What is the garden? Gan, a place where life grows. Psalm 100 verse 4. Let me explain it for you very well. Enter into his gates. This week I was talking about this verse on uh, Facebook and Papa said, son, do you know that the gate is a living being? I said, Papa, no idea. And Papa showed me. In a, in a split second, I saw a huge giant. Huge giant. Like a warrior. He is a gate. He is a gate. So you can imagine, there is a gate to the garden of the law. And that gate is not just a metal gate. It's a living creature. You need to go through them. You need to go through them before you can access the garden. You can access the place where life is. In the heavens till today, I'm telling you some of the happenings in heaven. There is outer, there is inner, and there is holy of holies in heaven. The outer court, there is a gate. In the clouds, you see, eh? if the Lord carries you prophetically into, which I have experienced by grace, there is a gate beyond the clouds. You go and meet two living creatures. They don't have wings. They are there. Their assignment is to make sure that they check you before you enter. And if you don't have the right stuff on, they wash you with the word of God. They wash you with water. They remove your rope. They do everything before you enter. These two are the ones the Lord brought to be around the tree of life. One is a cherub. One is a seraph. One covers and one is a burning flame. They are dead. So today I'm talking to you heavenly, heavenly experiences. They are there. Look at grace in the Garden of Eden. God brought... The Garden is a realm. That is why till today, nobody can physically tell you where. It is a realm that can be lifted. It is the presence of God. It is God's presence where life grows. That is Gan. A place, a realm where life grows. So God can lift it up. And he can take it away. Okay? So that is how God was protecting Adam. God's life. This is grace. In that same place, there was a tree called the tree of life. Life was in there. Twin issues came. God brought two living ones to protect it. What were they doing? They were protecting the tree. They became a wall. They became a fence around the tree. That is demonstration of grace. 
that is demonstration of grace okay so grace has been in the heavens grace has been in creation grace is not a new testament thing the 24 elders they are they they are a council they are the chiefs they are the the the, the elders they have thrones even them they have angels i don't want to call them angels because but they have assigned ones who are in charge over them why is god having assigned ones over them so those ones who are over them they are like a wall they are protecting the life of god called the elders they are protecting okay so now even when you were in your mother's womb grace was at work your mother became a fence you the life so grace has always been at work look at exodus god said my presence will go with you said i have a sent one who is going ahead of you my name is in him angels were the pillar of clouds the pillar of clouds and the pillar of fire they were protecting the front and back what were they protecting they were protecting the children of god this is grace they were the fence they were the wall around god's people bible said that when it comes to the night the pillar of fire is at work in the morning the pillar of clouds beautiful demonstration of grace grace has always 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 okay so this is grace this is the grace of god let us take one more definition of grace and i'm moving on now we have the noon the chet from the english perspective from the hebrew perspective chet and noon now the noon is a here or a seed so i want to also define grace from the english point so i'll start with the noon so i would define grace as the here or the one who is in line to a throne that is separated from the outside world now bible said that we are joined here with christ okay so now the definition is starting with the noon noon is seed here life activity so i'm choosing the here or the seed so a seed or a here and now i broke the here down a person who is next in line to a throne a son a royal okay a son or a royal so now i'm defining grace what is grace then the second definition we are giving to grace a royal a here a seed a person who has direct access to a throne that is separated from the outside world okay so bible said that you and i we are joined here with christ so you are a royal revelation chapter 1 verse 6 jesus has made us kings now don't feel bad that you are a woman so how can you be a king the king there is talking about royals we are royals okay 
So you and I, we are royals. We are from the clan of royalty. We are joined here with Christ. We have a throne. Because we are royals, we have been given protection. In Ghana here, the Asante Kingdom. Otunfo has a protection. He is royal. The wife has a protection. She is royal. The children, they have protection. They are royals. The president. The president. Etc. They are royals. They have what? Protection. This protection does one thing. Separate them from the others. That is who you are. And that is what grace is. It is the grace of God that separates you from the rest. You are separated because of two things. You, so that you, two things. One, you carry life, which comes from Papa. And two, you are a royal. And listen, anywhere your treasure is, there your heart will be. Can I tell you that in time, God's treasure is in a human being. And God's heart is with a human being. God never regretted. Papa never regretted. In time, on planet Earth, the treasure of God is kept in vessels, earthen vessels, human beings. So his heart is there. That is why he has protection for you. Okay? His heart is with you. You are dead earthen treasure. Papa's treasure is in a human being. When it comes to planet Earth, God's treasure is kept in human beings. Where the treasure is, there your heart will be. So Papa's heart is with you. All the 22 people connected, you are God's treasure. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, whether you are conscious of it or not, you can't fight it. You can't do anything about it. You are the treasure of God. And because you are his treasure, his heart is with you. And because his heart is with you, there is a protection. There is a protection. Do you think it is by mistake that your hair has a number? The hair on your head, it has been numbered. It is in your Bible. God has counted the very hair. You see, Papa is so much detailed about you. Why? You are his treasure. His heart is with you. Do you know that your head, the head, not your hair, your hair, it has a unique color. It has a number. That whenever the, you have headache, the color becomes faded. The, the color rises up and Papa will know that, no, my daughter, my son is having headache. Because the color I give to the head is supposed to be, I'm giving an example, it's supposed to be pure red, but now it has become a faded red. Raphael, go down to Ghana, go to Alaju, go to Medina, go to this house. There is a girl there, there is a boy there, my son is there, my daughter is there, she is suffering from migraine, go and touch. Or one of the sub-sub ones in the Department of Healing will be released by Raphael to come down and bring healing. You are God's treasure. He doesn't sleep or slumber on you. He has opened his eyes so wide on you that you have no idea. You are his heartbeat. You are also his eye. 
He who touches you touches the apple of his eye. Hey, what a demonstration of grace. So you see, grace has always been sin, eh? Sin will cause you to be afraid. Sin, righteousness brings boldness. Righteousness will cause you to know that I am not alone. I have fire around me. The pillar of cloud, the pillar of fire is protecting me. I am so precious to God that God has placed a fence and a wall around me. This is, this is the mindset you should have. God has placed creatures around me. God has activated his four faces around me. I am not afraid. But the moment sin comes in, fear comes in and you are afraid. Then you are afraid. Sin comes in and you are afraid. But see how grace has been presented throughout all ages. In the garden there was grace. In the among the tree of life there is grace. Heaven there is grace demonstration. In your own body, Job 10, 11, grace is demonstrated. God is using your skin and your flesh to protect the bones and the blood within you. Grace is demonstrated. God's protection. The pillar of clouds, the pillar of fire. In the journeys of our forefathers in the wilderness, they were protected, they were covered. God's treasure is there. Look at God. Very beautiful. So now, let us look at the number of grace. We are going to do the calculation together. So, at the end of the day, if the Number of grace is five. Keep it for yourself. If it is not five, keep it for yourself. We are learning. I don't want to tell you that it is not five or it is five. Keep it to yourself. So now, noon, noon equals fifty. Check equals eight. So we have fifty. Fifty plus eight, which will give us what? Fifty-eight. Okay. Now, fifty-eight. It's five plus eight. And what is five plus eight? Oh, I'm asking a question. What is five plus eight? Thirteen. Thirteen. Good. Right. So now, thirteen. Okay. Thank you. The number 13. The number 13. Okay. So now. Do you know the Hebrew word Ahava? I spoke about it on Facebook before. 
but I want to see if somebody can remember. Aha. Va. Is the word for love. Okay. The Hebrew word ahava. I taught it on Facebook before. Ahava. The word for love. Now, I said the word love has a value or gimetria of 13. It has the value or gimetria of 13. So, the grace of God is God's what? Love expressed to mankind. The number is 13. Grace brings the love of God. It is the love of God that causes God to give you protection. So I leave it to you. You can choose to take the 5 or the 13. That one, it is in your own hands. But I've just broken it down for you. The value for love, Ahava, is 13. Do you know how many tribes Israel has? Is there anyone who knows the number of tribes Israel has? Or Israel have? Yes, Israel is having 13 tribes. Okay. Israel has 13 tribes. Because Israel gave birth to 13 children. 12 men and one woman. 13 tribes. Israel has 13. Just that reference is given more to the 12 men. But there are 13 good tribes. And the 13 talks about love. The love of God being revealed to us. Now, let us consider some few things and we will go into prophetic time. We want to see some of the eyes we spoke of at work. Amen and amen. So, let's go to the book of Exodus chapter 33 verse 13 to 14. Exodus chapter 33, verse 14 to 13. Exodus, I would like to give the scriptures so that you can share any one of them. Exodus chapter 34, verse 6. Exodus 
amazing uh, ray. So Exodus 33, 13 to 14. Exodus 34, verse 6. John chapter 1, verse 17. Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. The two hours will come to a close soon. And we will have to come back again. For the prophetic aspect. We must see the practicality of the eyes we spoke about on Papa. Right, so Exodus 34 verse 6 has been shared. So the, and the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, Yahweh, Yahweh El. The Lord, the Lord God, Yahweh, Yahweh El, merciful and gracious. Okay, now the word gracious is grace. Okay, it's the word grace. Is the word grace. Is the Hebrew word hen. Grace. Grace. Okay, now. Psalm 84, 11. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows grace and favor, glory, honor, splendor, and heavenly bless. No good thing will, will he withhold from those who walk upright. Okay? So now, let us look at some other ways. That describes grace. One, the Lord bestows grace. This grace is grace, is graciousness, is favor, is honor. Okay, now. Let's go to John chapter 1, 17. Let us consider the, the Greek word for grace. John 1, 17. John 1, 17. Let us consider the Greek word for grace. John 1, 17. And we will come back again for the prophetic aspect of what we learned yesterday and today. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. So, you see, now, the grace, if you check other versions, it will say, but grace and truth, okay? So now, grace has been replaced with what? Unfailing love. So, if love has the number 13, grace has the number 13, okay? So, grace is unfailing love. Love has the number 13, ahava, 13. Grace has the number 13, as John chapter uh, seven, chap, uh, chapter one verse seventeen is revealing, okay. So I leave it to you. Choose thirteen or five. That one is your decision, okay. So now, for the law was given through Moses, grace that is unearned, undeserved favor, okay, and truth came. So you see, now grace 
is what undeserved favor okay it's on the so the the greek word is charis c-h-a-r-i-s charis 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 